and this and this and this and this is Tofen Beam for the TB test. Test, 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 test. What's good, son? What's Gucci Mane? It's your boy Beam here with my co-host Tof for another episode of the TB Test. What up, Tof? What's good, son? What up, Beamer? I mean, I know, uh, I know it's just a, a heat wave around the country right now. Holy shit! 114 degrees today in Las Vegas, Nevada. Ooh. I don't know how hot it is where you are, but I know you got some news. Yeah, I actually do have some news. I moved from a less hot area to a more hot area just in time from the bay area oakland to sacramento california the capital of cali baby but uh not a big deal yeah we're looking at it's like 108 today so yeah. anything is, in the hundreds is miserable oh yeah for sure and i'm just realizing as this podcast goes on that we're getting old as shit just talking about the weather each intro. But <laughs> every time. No, I don't think we've done it for like at least the last two, but you know, oh, yeah. we just we were getting into some interviews, but we had to kick it old school. Tonight we drop in one of the T B test original style interviews. We're gonna, you know, talk about average dude shits for average guys, because that's what we do, it's who we are. We're gonna get into some good shit, Beamer. So Yes, sir. You, we're gonna interview each other for the masses. Fuck yeah, man. So you ready to get into this shit, Beamer? Yeah. Lead us off, dude. Let's get it. Yeah. I mean, I just got to talk to somebody about the NBA playoffs. The NBA bubble's been successful, as we all know. Their seeding games went down. Um, yep. There was a little bullshit with the Phoenix Suns uh, winning eight in a row and not making the playoffs, but I think they made up for it with some hoe bag, S and some D, if you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> we'll get into that a little later. But have you seen any of these playoffs so far, Beamer? If so, what's your thoughts, man? Yeah, it's uh, Tuesday night. I haven't seen, haven't watched any playoff games. And currently, the Lakers and Blazers are tied in the third quarter, so we're missing that to get the pot out to the people. Damn, I'll probably watch the highlights later, per usual. But I did watch some bubble games, and that shit. I was pleasantly surprised. That shit was pretty lit. You know, close games um, all the way around. Like you said, Devin Booker set it out. A bunch of like random dudes studded out, so definitely yeah. success in my eyes. Um, the virtual fans are a little weird, but <laughs> yeah, that's never gonna be normal. But yeah, uh, big big shots for big players. Dudes been making some names for themselves in the bubble. But I got some observations. Got to spit it to you with that hot fire and uh, see what you think. Put on those bifocals. So, Let's get my it. My number one observation in the NBA bubble with the start of playoffs going down right now too is. Dame Lillard, Dame Dalla is hotter than a fucking firecracker. This dude has gone insane in the membrane, dropped 61 points the other night. He put the team on his back in the last game of the bubble against Brooklyn to secure the spot, won the playing game. Dude yeah. is balling out on a different level. He's a man on a mission. He's a rapper. He's a town business. boy. Town business. Town I bet you an A's fan. Let's go. Probably. He probably, hey. yeah, wouldn't doubt that. But uh, probably a Raider fan, too. 
until yeah. this year. Switching now. He's saying F Vegas. He's going to the Niners like a true Bay Area and should. But besides the point, Dave has been killing it. Killing it. Observation number two I got for you is, like you said, we're recording this on Tuesday night, on Monday night. The Dallas Mavericks and Los Angeles Clippers played in their first game of their series. And um, the referees were softer than charm. And Kristaps Porzingis got ejected in the second quarter for the most bullshit technical fouls you've ever seen. Um, Basically, I think Tim Donaghy, uh, the NBA that used to rig games, is back. And the NBA is just rigging to make sure that they get the Lakers versus Clippers. Did you happen to catch Porzingis getting uh, ejected for some baby back bullshit? I I saw it on Twitter. I saw the oh, second yeah. technical. That was the. That's the. Com- oh, I can't even talk to the, the uh, confrontation. Yes, sorry, Jesus Christ. I had a fun weekend. Okay, keep it going. Kristaps <laughs> Porzingis was just saying a little John the East Boys, East Side Boys. You don't start no shit, there won't be no shit. I might be getting <laughs> that confused with the Young Bloods. You don't give a damn. We don't give a fuck. It's one of those songs. Oh but- wow, the A Town song. Let's get it. Christos Porzingis getting ejected for some bullshit. And uh, my third biggest observation is Nikola Vucevic of the Orlando Magic. Um, I think it's his seventh year in the league. Dude's been an underrated uh, stud in the league for a while. The dude did the dummy retarded and rode the yellow bus today. Dropped 36 on their ass. Uh, <laughs> came out and was the first player to go like 36, 10, and 5 in his first playoff game in a series since Steph Curry. Pretty good company to be in. Not a big deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But no biggie. the almighty Milwaukee Bucks fucking sucked today and lost the, to the eight-seeded Orlando Magic. The Bucks suck. And uh, Mr. Fab, a.k.a. Vucevic, is dropping him. <laughs> Um, put him down. I have a little stat for you in regards to that. Was that your last observation? I'll jump in. And... I like I like me some stats. Jump in and okay. give it to me. I got you right here. So, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, number one seed. They lost yeah. by 10-plus points, and there's only been four other teams to do that. But only one actually lost the series after a 10-point loss on game one. Do you know who that was by chance? Fuck, sounds like some Sacramento Kings ass shit to do, but they've probably never been the number one seed, so let's give it to me. I think it's actually the only number one seed to ever go down in the first round. Oh, the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, sir. 2007 against the We Believe team, Golden State Warriors. So, not looking too bad. You know, it's an early loss. Um, only one other number one has gone down in the first round, so we'll see what happens, but. Speaking of I'm, town business, that Warriors team was so sick. Baron Davis, Monte Ellis, Jay Rich, Al Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. Yee. Yeah. Yeah, that team was sick. Um, that team was the Oracle. Oracle. I th- RIP. I think Milwaukee would probably come back and win the next four and uh, gentlemen sweep their ass. But it was pretty interesting to see the Magic come out and whoop their ass today. Um yeah, I think the only other thing I got on the bubble for, for the first two days of the playoffs, like we said, we're getting ready to wrap up the last game of the first round is, or last, you know what I mean, last first, first game. First game is, of the uh, first round, yeah, yeah. The best series, I think, will continue to be the Jazz and the Nuggets. They played once in the bubble for seeding, and they went to double overtime. First playoff game, Jazz kind of shit down their leg. They rode Donovan Mitchell to the tune of 57 points, still couldn't win. Denver... Just uh, 
Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray two-man game them to death, but I think that will be the most competitive and best series, potentially seven games in that one. Um, yeah, NBA playoffs should be lit, should get us, um, you know, hyped up and going for the next couple months until we get to the big one, and you know what that is. Yeah, the one that we're still on the fence of even it's going to happen, uh, the, oh, N- the NFL. Let's get it. It's going down for real. It's going down. What's that one? Young boy Jack. A little yeah, young Jack. Young Jack. Young, young Jack. Young boy Jack. Yeah. Threw the boy in there. Uh, like you yeah. said, get, getting into football season, I think it's going down, Beam. I don't know what you think, but um, college football's a different story with the amateur athletes. But these boys in that league, they want their money. So I think we should get into it and break it down a little bit as if the season is going to go off without a hitch. What do you think? Yeah, dude, I'm down to dabble a little bit in the NFL waters, if you know what I'm saying. It is 108 out here, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, I think we're going to make this a two to maybe three part, at least two part series with some NFL talk here prior to the season. I think that would be fitting. We can go on for hours talking big skin. I think... uh, we should break it down one league this evening. We'll go through it, give our division winners and our wild card teams, as well as our Super Bowl representative. Ooh, conference champion. Yeah, let's do it. Um, as the people may or may not know, I'm a big Niners guy. You're a big Browns guy. Uh, we're going to go with the team like that finished, finished higher in their uh, individual conference last year. Let's start with the NFC for the Niners. That was not the Browns. They suck. Balls. They do suck, but hey, there's always next year. Eight and eight's looking pretty chill. <laughs> I'd be down with that. Anyways, all right, so <laughs> let's get into it. We'll, we'll give our NFC conference predictions, conference champion yeah. predictions, and do you want to do wild cards too? Are you prepared to drop a couple wild cards in there? I'm down to throw a couple wild cards in there. I don't see why not. Oh, okay. Here's a fun fact too. This is the first season with seven wild card or three wild card teams oh shit i did forget about that I'm a new i did Jack forget Cush. about that too oh, until right this second you're Beam's cash bro knowledge i'm a super cash super cash all right so um yeah let's do it we'll let's just do our division champs and then three wild cards for the yep. nfc and then we can pick one out of that seven to represent yep. the conference let's do it so i say uh i say you start us off and uh, let's let's give our NFC uh, West predictions to start your Niners division. Yeah, NFC West, obviously the toughest conference in the whole league. Again, it's going to be a great, great season of conference battle. But we know who's taking it. Not going to beat around the bush. You gave me a softball NFC West. <laughs> let's go, dude. Niners, 49ers, San Francisco, Jimmy G, George Kittle, and the masses. Nick Bosa, I could keep going. They're taking it. NFC West champs back-to-back. Let's get it. Tove Dog, who you got, NFC West? NFC West is a very interesting uh, division, and I say that because, you know, looking back on just 10 years ago, the Seattle Seahawks made the playoffs and won the division at 7-9. and nine. And now you have uh, – I would say that this is probably the best division in football now. And uh, yep. that's crazy to say, and I never thought I would say that, but I – think as an unbiased fan of the game, I got to admit that okay. that's the best division. Um, that, seven and nine, the that 7 and 9 Seahawks team was the whole my dick squad that beat the Saints yep. in the playoffs too. <laughs> yeah. So 
than Marshawn Lynch, Beastquake. No, I was I, I I think it's funny that the tides have kind of turned in that division just a couple of years ago. You had the Rams make the Super Bowl, and I think that they've made a lot of terrible moves in free agency, giving all that money to Gurley and Ramsey and other moves they made. I think they're actually the worst team in the division now. Um, I think Arizona's going to be a lot improved, but I'm actually going to have to say the Seattle Seahawks will win the division. Oh, um, my goodness. Not to stir up shit. It's just something about that guy, Pete Carroll, coaching him up. Russell Wilson, he's Mr. Unlimited. And oh. the, the Jamal Adams move just, I think, really kind of gives them that that back-of-the-defense presence that they built the Legion of Doom on and the trying to get back to that so i gotta give the seattle seahawks the nfc west for the 2020 season but spoiler alert i do have your niners even though they will have a little bit of a super bowl hangover especially with how they choked it got it again unbiased they did choke um i do think they'll still make the playoffs but they might get off to a little bit of a slower start than last year so i'm gonna take that as disrespect for one but mr unlimited What a square. I mean, jeez. He's a great quarterback, <laughs> I, but come on. I just had to drop that Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, type that shit into Google, and oh. you'll see. Russell Wilson's a weird dude. Weird guy. Sierra got herself a catch. Anyways, let's <laughs> let's keep it going. I'll give you the honors <laughs> no, the second round. Before we keep it going. Before we keep it going. Well, speaking of Ciara, she went from future to Russell Wilson. Like, what the hell? Hey, you Two remember opposite ends of the spectrum. Well, I mean, one speaks very clearly in Russell Wilson, <laughs> and one mumbles the shit out of everything. Anyways, <laughs> you remember Seattle played in Carolina play? I think it was, <laughs> was a playoff sure game, and they were just bumping future the whole time while Russell Wilson's warming up. Just that was some good shit. That was some good. That was a that was a dick move, but kind of a hoggish move too by the DJ. So, okay, Telf NFC East. Who you got? You lead us off on this division. So we're going from the worst or from the best division in football to the absolute worst division in football. I don't think there's any fucking doubt. You have the Washington football team, trash cans. <laughs> um, Alex Smith, please retire, dude. Your leg's so fucked up. Uh, the New York football giants, trash cans. Um, and then, I mean... Just like every other year, the Dallas Cowboys should win the division on paper, but I just don't know if they will. I mean, yeah, the Eagles went on a pretty sweet run to end the year last year. I think they actually would have won that playoff game if Carson Wentz didn't get hurt so early on. Um, but I got to go with the Dallas Cowgirls winning the NFC East. This is the year that they could finally maybe go 9-7 and seven or 10-6. and six. <laughs> But, I mean... It's just like, I, would I be shocked if the Eagles beat them? Absolutely fucking not. They do it every year. But Dallas has a really amazing roster. And finally, without Jason Garrett, even though they have that Fred Flintstone-looking motherfucker, Mike McCarthy coaching them, I think Dallas gets it done this <laughs> Fred. year. Hey, Fred. Um, doesn't, doesn't, he, doesn't Mike McCarthy look like a Flintstones character? Yeah, that's pretty good. I was trying to do a Barney. Like, hey, Fred. Um, <laughs> yeah, Almost dude. did a Yogi Bear. Hey, Babu. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Cowboys. By the way, I'm gonna jump They're in and say games. that right away. I love how you're yeah. taking the unbiased approach in all these, and I'm just taking the full bias approach. So you got the Eagles <clears throat> winning the division by how many games? No, I don't have the Eagles. <laughs> and you hit on a trash football team 
and I have the actual New York football giants pulling it from wow. the trash can out of the dumpster into the trash can. We're taking New York football giants. They're going to pull it off only because the other three squads are going to be so much of a dumpster fire. Are they all going to have fucking COVID or something? Because the Giants are just not good. Dude, did you hear about Joe Judge, the head coach? This guy, he's a special teams coordinator, but I know he gets the boys to play for him. He's been making people run laps, like back in Pop Warner. People who are fucking up on plays in practice, I guess this got out that he's just like 20 laps, go. Like sending people. He's like trying to run at like a physical high school program or some shit because the, let's be honest the new york football giants are soft as shit and uh they got the sick fucking the, they were the referees in the fucking mavericks game last night <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah dude they're gonna pull it out because you know like you said on paper it's the cowboys but i just can't i just can't do it with the with the cowboys i'm using the bias I, here and the I eagles like the i think go ahead I do like the boldness in that. Um, I don't think the Eagles have a deep enough roster. I know I just cut you off. That's what I do. That's who I am. No, but it's all good. That's a that's a very good. I like it. I like it. Beam. I call I, them a trash can team. I think they're gonna go six and ten. But hell, they could be a surprise team. Go ten and six. You know, ten and six gets that division done every year. <laughs> For sure, hundred percent. Usually worse. Yeah, it's usually eight and eight. But ten and six, they're sitting pretty. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, All right. Where do you want to go next? Let's keep it rolling. I think you should go next and give us the NFC North, only because I truly believe that NFC South may not be the best division in football, but it does have some of the best storylines with some of the legendary Mm. quarterbacks, so we should save that for last. I agree. So, yeah, give it to me, Beam. NFC North, what you got? NFC North is typically a conference where there's like two or three division sorry division my bad two or three casual over here uh teams that you're like oh that team i could see make a little run and then they blow up at the end and don't ever even make the playoffs besides obviously the division winner but i'm gonna go back to the past 10 years here and i'm picking the green bay packers solely on the fact that Aaron Rodgers been getting a lot of disrespect as of recently with the drafting of uh, was Jordan Love yeah. or no? Um, is that, I don't yeah, know if no. that's his name. You got it right, Jordan, Jordan something. Love. And uh, Jordan Love. Did you see the rookie running back picture? This fool has like Saquon Barkley legs. He's a beast, dude from Boston College. Yeah, Anthony Brown, or I believe that was his first name. I know his last name is Brown. He was a big boy. He was a he was definitely the the bell cow of that team for four years. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just think they're going to get it done. Obviously, they got our boy Devontae Adams out there, one of the best receivers in the league. Go dogs! Um, so they're going to pull it out this year. They had a pretty good defense last year for most of the season. So I think maybe they can bring it back, run it back. And the Vikings are an exciting team too, but not going to get it done. Who you got yeah, for us? Yeah, I mean. I think uh, I think the safe bet is to not pick Kirk Cousins to win the division. So I agree with you there. Even though I do think actually the Minnesota Vikings may have a better roster overall than the Packers, um, I'm a little bit opposite of you. I think Aaron Rodgers. 
I don't know how he's I, th- I mean he's still one of the best in the game but he doesn't have as much talent around him as he should and that's been a key throughout his whole career I have a prediction that's not near as bold as yours being that they kicked ass and were a double doink away from advancing in the playoffs two years ago but I think that the Chicago Bears take a step forward this year they took a big step back last year come oh. out this year in the black and blue division still with a pretty deep defense you got those big boys Khalil Mack you got Eddie Jackson in the back end Danny yep. Trevathan fucking shit up got a good squad I think literally if Mitch Trubisky just does not turn the fucking ball over and I know that's easier said than done but you turn the ball over in the NFL you lose games and uh if Mitch can get some of those turnovers straightened out, I think the Bears, um, I mean, think about how many close games they played in last year that they just shit down their leg in the last five minutes. I think that they can easily get it done, um, take it over. The Lions are irrelevant as always, and I think that about sums up my opinion in the black and blue division, the Chicago Bears. The Bears. bold. That is a bold pick because literally, I don't know, maybe an hour ago, Matt Nagy came out and said he was not impressed with, or he could not comment on, they asked him, how was Mitch Trubisky's offseason progress? He said, I will not make a comment on it. We thought he was going to be a little bit further than where he is. So well, <laughs> you, you dope know, jinxed you him know, instantly. I, I was actually waiting. I was hoping. I was playing ahead, hoping you gave me a rebuttal on Mitch Trubisky because everybody forgets about the secret weapon that's hanging in, in the back. BDN's pants in the locker room holding the clipboard. Big Dick Nick Foles is on the squad, and he coming in and running sh- shop. That's what he does. Two years, just plays um, into the season, wins the Super Bowl. No biggie. Breaking news before we uh, throw it over to our NFC South predictions. Uh, Portland Trailblazers 100, Los Angeles Lakers 93. We're going to have two eight seeds Winning playoff games. There's 16 seconds left. The Lake Show are going down game one. I thought they were going to do it for Kobe Bean Bryant, but Blazers getting it done. Dame Dalla. After both of us picked them to win the, the NBA Finals. <laughs> yep, LeBron. Yep. I mean, 23-17 and 15. Not his fault, but Ooh, that's huge. All right, Beam. Playoff LeBron's a different beast. I want to spend some time on this one, so I'm going to give you the honors of going first. NFC South, break it down for me. NFC South, uh, like you said, I don't. I think it's a little bit of an overrated division, but they do have a lot of fun teams, and I'm going to go a bold pick here because you already saw my loyal, loyalty to the running back position, and I think an underrated player who's in this division is going to stud out and that's Teddy Bridgewater, and I'm picking the Carolina Panthers to pull out wow. the boldest upset Wow! in this division. You're fucking high as a kite, beam. <laughs> Why are you picking the Panthers? Let's, let's, we got to give some explanation for this shit. All Teddy Bridgewater knows is winning. He was a stud in his, I think was his rookie year. They were pretty decent in Minnesota, and then it was yep. his second year. I think he played two years before he hurt his knee, right? Two years or three years? Yeah. He studied out. And then, obviously, he had the huge layoff after the knee dislocation. And what's he do uh, last year? Obviously, he had a lot of weapons in New Orleans. But he steps in, no hesitation, 
comes in like a vet and takes five and zero. The New Orleans Saints five games straight, including one in Seattle, like studded out, and they have the best running back in the league, Christian McCaffrey, by far the best running back in my opinion in the league. He's a Swiss Army knife. He does everything. He does everything. He's literally, he could be a top receiver, top running back, doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, obviously I think their defense is hurting and that'll be where we'll see what happens. But, uh, Carolina Panthers, you heard it here first. I tried to throw a couple bold ones in there cause. Well, know. dude, you're fucking bolder than bold ass Doritos. Cause I actually think the Carolina Panthers are going to be the worst team in the NFC, let alone fucking <laughs> division winners. You're fucking high, but Hey, I respect the nutsack on you. You got balls like melons, like Colin Morikawa hitting that fucking drive on 16. Yeah, I'm still stuck on that. <sighs> I'm a buffalo um, over here, like Boulder, Colorado. Come on, bro. You just rode fucking Teddy Bridgewater's dick like a fucking cowboy. And I don't know how <laughs> you can say the first thing you go to with your Carolina Panthers prediction is the quarterback position. But the other three quarterbacks in that division are fucking... All future Hall of Famers. Yeah, I know. That, that was why I was so bold. Okay. Yeah, ahead, I know. I can't believe it. Anyways, um, I mean, Tom Brady wins the fucking division every year in whatever division he's in. And even though it's always been the Patriots, I just don't really think that's going to change. I mean, I love I love the fact that he's linking up with Bruce Arians. Um, I think that'll be good for him. I hope. I mean, he's got some of the beastiest weapons in Mike Evans, Godwin. Some of those big dogs out there. Um, I think it's going to be competitive. I think, like you said, I think the most important thing you said to sum up this division is it's fucking fun, man. These teams are going to get up and down, play in either domes or, you know, yep. Tampa Bay and Carolina ain't the coldest places. Get up and down. Uh, fun fact, the Atlanta Falcons, um, I know they came on last year at the end of the season, kept Dan Quinn, but they have, I believe, 10 of the 11 starters on offense were all at some point first round picks. So that's pretty nuts. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, the Falcons, I think they'll be exciting, uh, like you said, and looking forward to getting back on the gridiron. So I think to recap, you want to go ahead and give us your four division winners. I have the NFC West, Seattle Seahawks, the NFC South, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, NFC North, the Bears, and NFC East. <sighs> Cowboys. <laughs> Even pains you as a non 49ers fan. Well, because you know J- Jerry's just going to be up there in his booth drinking his Johnny Blue label, just getting fucked up while the Cowboys choked. <laughs> For sure. And I'd love to see that. Um, all all right. right. My recap NFC here. recap is the NFC West, San Francisco 49ers, NFC South, the bold, bold Carolina Panthers, just a bunch of bold guys there not old guys but bold guys uh and tom brady i'm not buying the hype this year i am a little bit but not a lot and then nfc north green bay packers the rejuvenation of aaron Rodgers for maybe two more years and then he'll be done but uh he's gonna get it done this year and the nfc east the even bolt the maybe bolder <laughs> dorito chip the new york football giants in the <laughs> nfc east man i don't know what you smoked before this shit but they got that good good in sacramento man just kidding oh hey good shit i like it um 
<sighs> All right, real quick, I'll give you my three wild card teams in no particular order. Okay. So the best of the rest, I would say. Um, <sighs> All right, New Orleans Saints. Atlanta Falcons, I think that division is going to cannibalize each other when they play each other, but they may wreck shop on the rest of the teams that they play. I think high-flying offenses, they get three teams in the playoffs. That would not surprise me. Mm -hmm. And I told you already, the San Francisco 49ers um, absolutely still got the great roster. I think they, like I said, get off to a little bit of a slow start. I mean... If they come out in rec shop again, that wouldn't surprise me either. That's just my prediction, not as fucking bold as picking the Carolina Panthers to win the NFC South. But, hey, that's where I'm going with it. I do think the Cardinals are going to make some noise and be there till the end, too. So that's kind of a – I don't want to call it a dark horse because I don't even got them making the playoffs, but a fun team to kind of keep your eye on in the South or Ag- in the, in in the, the West. West. Agreed. I'm scared of our whole division, honestly. So – but I appreciate the nod, at least at wild card. At least you're not. Oh, yeah. I already babies. gave that one away, but I had to wait till the last wild card team to say them. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Let the hype build. I, I could deal with it. Let me and that's give you... how you let the beat build, bitch. Hey. I like that. What That is a... That's Lil Wayne. Carter Lil three Wayne. Wheezy. Um, all right. I got you here. My three wild cards. We'll call them the most hard left for the wild card. All right, I was trying to do a fun like thing like you did, but we'll let's, we'll just let's we'll, <laughs> we'll just give you the three. <laughs> no no particular order. I agree with the NFC South. They're going to um they're going to be a fun division and they are going to bring in three. Ooh. But not the Falcons. I think you got the hype way too high on the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> they're going to be trash. They're going to be real trash. Dan Quinn is going to prove that not firing him was a mistake. And I got the New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are going to make the playoffs. Um, may have a similar exit like they did this year, but we'll see. And then the NFC West, the best division, unfortunately, our arch rival, the Seattle Seahawks, Mr. Invincible. What is it, Mr.? Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. I forgot already. So just <laughs> not memorable of a guy. Mr. Unlimited is going to pull it in and not pull well, he out. He didn't pull it out because he had a kid with Sierra. <laughs> yeah, not pull out, but he's going to make it into the playoffs. And they'll probably end up playing the Niners first round per usual. Well, I think you should just uh, keep it rolling. And who's coming out of the NFC? I think I already know which way you're going. And... uh you should, because I'm, again, going with my bias. We're a young squad. we got a lot of talent. We just signed some big names, returned them, signed them to new contracts. San Francisco 49ers are, are prepped for the next four years. we got the defensive rookie of the year. we got a lot. we got a lot, dude. <laughs> dude, so much. So. Dude, dude. 49ers. They're going to they're gonna come back. They're going to return to the Super Bowl back-to-back years. Who you got for your NFC champion? Well, you said I was drinking the Kool-Aid on the Falcons. I'm going to do you one better just because I thought this would be fucking cool since I was thinking of it while you were talking. But Matt Ryan's not only going to make the playoffs, he's going to get his fucking revenge on bitch-ass Tom Brady for the Super Bowl 28-3. to You may have heard of it. And knock him out in the first round. What? <laughs> but <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to say 
Mr. Unlimited oh. and the Seattle Seahawks are going marching to the Super Bowl, bro. They're just too sick. Don't buy into the hype. Come on, dude. Dude, Russell Wilson is a fucking weird dude, man. But he he must have sold his soul to the devil for some magic beans the same way Jordan Speed did in golf years ago to win majors because he sucks now. But Tash. it's just, I don't know. It's, I got that feeling. I really wanted to take the fucking Bears, but <laughs> unless Nick Foles is starting, that's not happening. <laughs> hey, you could ride on the back of a good defense. But, uh, yeah, I, and I could I could have picked the Bears just so I could fucking sing Return of the Mac because that's my my favorite song. So nice, that's a great song. It's a good choice. But, Unlike yeah. the Seattle Seahawks, it's not a good <laughs> Mr. choice. Mr. Unlimited, bro, he's so. You know, well, I was just thinking about this when you said Mr. Unlimited sold his soul to the devil or magic beans or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he kind of reminds me of like a Tim Tebow, just like the super. Well, like, he was humble. He wouldn't even fuck Ciara until they got married. Yeah, I know that was very blunt, but that was the facts. Yeah. <laughs> that was the facts. He wouldn't fornicate with her, dude. <laughs> Give that guy a break, dude. He's just practicing what the good Lord wanted. God damn it, Toph. Okay. Anyways, I probably shouldn't have said those two back to back. Seattle Seahawks, right, they ain't making it. We need to keep it rolling. And let's take it back a notch. We'll We'll keep part two for next week. Um, let's take it back because I want you to see if you how good that memory is, Telf. Bring it, bring it back, bring it, bring it, bring it back. Do you remember? <laughs> Doc, none of us could remember anything from last night. <laughs> remember? Ooh. Do, do you remember, Telf? Got a couple do you members for you if you want to run it through, see if we can trigger some nostalgia and see how great of a memory our counterpart has. Um, oh, let's do it. You want to run it back right now? Let me. I'm going to lead us off. Call me. Uh, lead us off, bro. I don't even know. I know zero call, lead off batters in the MLB. Call That's you how fucking, much of a casual I am. Call you Dante Hall, ex Kansas City Chiefs return man, because you're going to run that shit back. <laughs> hey, Dante Hall was hard. Dude, right. that run back against Denver, sick. Do you remember that, Dante Hall? Okay. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got, got one for you here. When I was a young gun, I played a lot of Pop Warner baseball. All right, I'm from obviously from Modesto. There's a little it's usually s- called Pop Warner football, Babe Ruth baseball, but not a big deal. No, not Babe Ruth baseball. I played in the smaller neighboring city league called oh, the Empire M- Empire Base Youth <laughs> Baseball League, and it was a little hood, but it was dope. It was all the the blue collar kids just brawling out there just throwing bean in each other like goddamn astros players anyways they had a little thing um at the fields they had about six fields in the middle they had the snack shack and it was always lit at the snack shack like yo i got five bucks we hit the snack shack gonna give me a hot dog and you always got this one beverage so tof do you remember the all sport Drink. Oh my god, yeah, I remember all sport. All sport, dude. The the (laughs) all sport, if you don't know, it was like the Powerade before Powerade. It was like the (laughs) the one competitor to Gatorade. I have no idea who made it or what even the flavors were, but it was like it was like a knockoff Powerade. And I just remember like you always had to get the all sport 
They, I and think, it was blue. you get the blue one, just like the blue Powerade. Oh yeah, the blue ones was lit. I think they may have like started the like sports drink size, where it was like you could grab it and squeeze it and like squirt it in your mouth. You know what I'm talking about? The bottle. I think that was like yeah. their claim to fame. But uh, the All Sport, we used to damn get you a hot Dude, dog and an All Sport, five bucks. I remember snack shack. being a ten year old and getting the hot dog instead of an All Sport. He'd just be like, "Can I get a suicide?" And they'd put every fucking soda in there. <laughs> that was, you know what I'm talking about? And the fountain drink, just was it? All was the it soda. called a suicide? You're like, yeah, I want a like suicide, that. bro. And then, uh, dude, you always got the four for a dollar, fucking laffy taffy. Shake that laffy taffy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the snack shack specials for sure. For nice. sure. Well, let's keep it on the food train and beam. Do you remember? The future of ice cream, aka Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots. They, I remember Dippin' Dots always, I don't even know how you describe them. There's little balls. If you don't know, now you know. And they're just ice cream balls. And you'd go to an amusement park, they'd be there. You'd be at a fair. They'd be at the movie theaters. They'd the be mall. at fucking McDonald's at the mall. And they were the future of ice cream. I literally thought... Ice cream was not going to exist anymore. Shout out. I had a fucking Snickers pint-sized ice cream earlier. That shit was skadunk-a-dunk. <laughs> Hadn't had ice cream since fucking Nixon was in office. But do you, you remember that earlier? Ones? You had a Snickers yeah. earlier? Yeah, I had a Snickers ice cream earlier. Uh, I'd sit in my ice, uh, my trash can right next to me early, right now. Like about 15 minutes before recording. Nice. Get that little sugar rush. Uh, yeah, I do remember Dippin' Dots. The moon ice cream. She used to always get that. Straight out Vintage Fair Mall, get an Auntie Anne's pretzel, <laughs> get a lemonade, get a <laughs> Dippin' Dots. For sure. Those were Those fire. What's your favorite flavor, bro? Did you have one? The strawberry banana was pretty good. Dunk, I dunk. <laughs> yeah, it's like a smoothie. Um, no, I honestly, I don't even remember. I was always like one of the average kids that had like cookies and cream or some shit. That was what I was into. <laughs> I mean, that's always a good call. <laughs> Dippin' Dots, future of ice cream. Yes, I do right. remember that. I'm glad we got those. It's got those in. All sport and dipping dots. I could slam some of that right now. <laughs> I'd be down, totally down for a little nightcap all sport dipping dots for sure. <laughs> all right, let's keep all rolling, right. Tough. Let's we'll go. see. Let me see if I can. I'm not much of a sprinter, but let's see if I could jog <laughs> your memory here. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, Shan. All right, do you, I know you remember when you're like middle school, you got to mac on the chicks, you know, you're in middle school, like that's a thing to do, like got to talk to these chicks. This is You're a Mac, you're not a PC, bro. Return to the Mac, we're bringing it right back. <laughs> uh, you had to do it, but the means were less back then, like cell phones were just coming out or like just like really getting popularized. You had like your razor with 250 texts a month. Yeah, exactly. So... I don't know if you did this, but the way I used to Mac and chit-chat was through a little thing called AOL Instant Messenger, or AIM. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that shit. Did you partake in AIM, AOL Instant Messenger? (laughs) I did. Nice. I was hoping you said that, because I really like to make fun of myself here, but I'm curious to see if I could also make fun of you, because you could learn a lot about someone by their childhood aim screen name 
Yeah. Mine, mine, uh, very unfortunate to have to admit this on the air, was Nick the Hot One. (laughs) The Hot One, huh? Pulled all the chicks. I was on Tinder before (laughs) Tinder was Tinder. You know what I'm saying? Nick the Hot One. Nick the Hot One. You have those away messages just set up for fucking ha-has too? Yeah, dude. I had all the way messages. I had my like age, sex, location in my bio, just ASL. Like, hey, what's up? What's your ASL? <laughs> hey, sup? Sup? Yeah, um, Snatchbox Twenty right here, bro. <laughs> no, you swear? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> that would be pretty fucking chill, though. Right? That would be real chill. I would give you props for sure. No, mine was like some fucking. It was like. AFI fan for that band AFI AFI fan ninety one, <laughs> like, damn fucking catch you watching fused music just fucking top ten watching AFI and some screamo fucking shit you know was your hair fucking jet black and covering what your left eye Jesus oh, <laughs> AFI fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey that that fucking lead singer of AFI was the most scrubby looking puss you've ever seen in your life dude that dude actually this is were we talking about him this weekend some I, I heard someone talking about AFI and that guy oh this is what it was I heard about this I can't remember where the AFI lead singer was like partial creator of the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Have you heard of this? I don't know what the fuck the Umbrella Academy is. I'm it's like some rock. Yeah, I don't really know either. It's like some superhero trending show on Netflix, I guess. But uh, he had something to do with that series. So you call him a scrub and he one ups you and says, nah, bruh, Netflix, see me making racks. He said, man, he's saying, nah, dude, I live with my mom. Yeah, I doubt it, but okay. AFI fan, <laughs> whatever you say, Mr. 91. All right. Well, my last one. Unless you've been hit in the head in the last 18 months, I'm pretty sure you remember. Because I think you remember the morning of this because you called me to be like, Toph, this iconic sporting event is about to happen. Are you watching it? And I had literally oh. raged my dick off the night before and was finding my penis on the floor. And, uh, <laughs> Beam, do you remember the 2019 fucking Masters when Eldrick Tiger Woods returned to glory and put on the green jacket once again? Yeah, I do remember, Toph. Like you just said, I left <laughs> you about three voicemails because we were texting the full day before about... Tiger, oh, he's going to be in the final group because they switched it to threesomes <laughs> and there's inclement weather and holy shit. And I called you. He's coming up like 16, just hit it to one inch. No answer. Phone's off. Like, oh, my. And it's like it's like 1245 because they did start early. So it wasn't like super late like a normal master. But, yeah, we're talking like at least almost 1 o'clock. But yes, I do remember, and that was some. That was one of the best I, golf moments that I've ever watched live. For I damn think sure. when I woke up, he was on eighteen, and you were like, "Tiger Woods is about to win the Masters." I think I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty nuts. But ah, I, I say that for what they call in a biz, a transition. 
And getting into our golf one and done picks, which I mean, just gotta brag a little bit. I whooped your ass again last last week. Yeah, two weeks in a row. A few weeks. Let's go, let's go take it real back because it's been a minute. You hit mm-hmm. on. I hit on JT oh. Justin Thomas winning the WGC. Yeah. Then you hit a great great pick, Colin Morikawa pull off the PGA Championship. So I took a slight lead. You brought it right back. Was there another one in between that? I don't remember. No, that was I don't it. Remember. You took the lead on that. Um, yeah, and then this week I took Jay Rose. You had Webb Simpson, and Webb Simpson, all he does is get top threes at the Wyndham, which he did. He tied third, and Justin Rose blew it after he played. A, he had a good showing at the PGA Championship. So you're in the lead, Toph, if that's what you want me to say. And you're up by 618 yeah. points. But I, that, I, that gap was a lot wider. That's all I was going to say. Mind the gap, baby. Keep calm, drive on. But um, Yeah, I have a, one other little add in here. Since this is it. the start of the FedEx Cup uh-huh. playoffs, starts this week, and we'll get into that in a second, the point values are tripled for the next two weeks. I don't know if you knew See, that. I so. did know that, and I have a fucking Carolina Panthers type bold prediction Let's for get your it. ass. Get it. All right. So, as you may or may not know, I'm all about the narratives when it comes to the game of golf. Two weeks ago, Pitt called Morikawa, hometown boy, went to Berkeley, played the course, knew it. He wins. This last week, Webb Simpson, he top threes in the Wyndham every year. Like you said, he loves the tournament so much, he named his first daughter Wyndham. He's going to do good every time. That's pretty lame. And okay. this week, do you remember when Toph picked Tiger fucking Woods to win the Northern Trust? Wow. The I'm... big cat is going to fucking roar like Katy Perry, and the reason why <laughs> is narrative street tiger woods earlier this week was holding the bag for his nine-year-old kid charlie woods you may have not heard dude's a fucking prodigy he scraped his little nine-year-old friends in a competition he was three under next closest score two over yeah. eldrick's gonna go out and show charlie you know where he got his jeans from and he's gonna scrape the most elite of the elite and win the northern trust wow that was uh a Colorado buff, so bold. Um, <laughs> obviously, Tiger Woods is still a stud. He he oh, played yeah. pretty good in the PGA Championship. I don't think it's that bold of a pick, to be honest, but I like it a lot. I wasn't going there. I didn't really think of him initially. Well, it, it, it is bold in the sense of, like you said, three times the points, and I've literally been saving Bryson and Justin Thomas, but... I'm just feeling it this week, and uh, I want to hey, be there when Tiger wins, man. We've been on a heater, I will say. This is probably the best uh, you and I have ever done. We always used to BS about who we who we got, and I'm not tooting my own horn here, but we are. We're smashing. So I like Tiger. Good good pick, dude. Good save. I like it. I haven't used him yet, so just watch out. Um, dope. Well, I'm going to go with... I'm not going to lead it into like you did. You had a great storyline. I don't really have a narrative. This guy's been studding out, and uh, he's 
the last four or five weeks. He's played really well. He kind of was under the radar at the PGA. But now he's back on the map. Back from 2015, he took uh, Back to the Future. Marty McFly rode on the the uh, time machine. I forget the name of the vehicle, but you know what I'm talking about. 88 miles an hour. Jason Day, You're baby. Picking Jason Day. Yep. <laughs> Jason That's Day. A good pick. Jason he, Day. Uh, he's won the Northern Trust before, and it, this it was a different course, but uh, he's a stud, and it, it's good to see him back in form because he was so dominant, yeah. dominating when uh, he was when he was killing it back in 2015. So Jason Day oh, yeah, is by, coming for that ass. Jay Bay, by far best best putter um, in the world there for a long time, and then. I mean, I think he's got four straight top tens. He's a good pick for sure. But, uh, I mean, I always get scared to pick him because, you know, he might sneeze and throw out his back and be out for six months. You never Real. know. It's super true. But uh, he's he's consistent now in quarantine. He was doing back work, workouts. I'm just kidding. I have no, I have no idea if that's the case. <laughs> but uh, uh, Jay Day, he's taking it. 1,500 points on the line for first ooh. place. So you pick a top three. Yeah, I'd like to switch my pick for Bryson. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Whatever. Tove. Tiger. Hey, so so Brooks by 40? <laughs> yeah, Brooks. I don't know, dude. We'll see. Okay. He, you know. Maybe he Alpha doesn't Brooks. have it as much. It's his ninth week in a row playing, side note. But All right. I say you keep us rolling with our closeout segment, baby. Let's yeah, get it. Let, let's end it like we always do, except for I think we may not have on a couple of our previous interviews. So we're going to bring it back. We're, we're just saying the same lines 14 times each episode. Bring it, bring it back. Uh, we're going to do <laughs> hog or poodle. Poodle. Poodle of the week. Hog and poodle of the week, baby. Let's get it. Our final segment. Tof, I'm going to give you the honors because it's only necessary. You are smashing me by 618 Super points necessary. in the one and done. And uh, go ahead, Tof. Who you got for hog of the week? There's no doubt there's only one hog of the week. So whoever you pick's wrong. Um, okay. The future. The future of uh, Major League Baseball is here. And his name is. Fernando Tatis Jr. This kid is a bona fide stud. He was an absolutely highly touted prospect. He's the everyday shortstop for the Padres last year in his rookie year. Dude was ripping the cover off the ball. Had a couple injuries. Couldn't finish out the season. Mm. You may or may not have heard. Fernando Tatis Jr., as of this recording, leads the major leagues in home runs. As a leadoff hitter as well. And last night... Versus the Texas Rangers. Did you see this? No, I didn't. Just show my casualness. Go ahead. Lead us okay. in. So the San Diego Padres absolutely stuffed the Texas Rangers butts like a Thanksgiving turkey. And um, Fernando Tatis had hit a three-run home run earlier in the game. And was up with the bases loaded late in the game with the, the Fathers up by seven <laughs> runs and Tatis worked the count to three and O oh, and being up by pretty much more than like six runs after the sixth inning is a kind of there's a lot of unwritten bullshit yeah get off my lawn type rules in baseball and one of them is you don't swing three O. Oh. yeah well, we used to do that at empire baseball go ahead fernando tatis jr is 
a fucking living human asteroid. He's so hot right now. He's handsome as fuck. And he saw a <laughs> fastball meatball coming down the middle of the plate and hit that shit oppo taco, a laser out of the stand into the stands. He literally took the head off one of the cardboard fans and hit a fucking oh. grand slam. And after the game, in the most puss ass poodle shit you've ever seen, the Texas Rangers manager Chris Woodward bitched and complained about how much that was unprofessional and we just don't do that and all this and that. But Fernando Tatis came back today and went up by six runs. Another kind of unwritten rule is you don't steal bases, and that motherfucker stole third base on their bitch ass. <laughs> so keep doing your thing. Keep bossing out. Keep bringing life to the game of baseball. Let's go. Yeah, see? We need some more guys like that, and I'll start watching, I swear. I swear I'll start watching. I'm, but uh, home Chicks dig the long ball. I fucking like long balls, too. Most other yeah. dudes do. Hell, yeah. No, that's just, I, I'm down for that. I'm sick of the little baby back BS that's in the MLB. I hate to say it because I'm a casual and people are going to probably be critical of me. But, uh, yeah, I want to see more of that for sure. That's going to get the young people. That's going to get the sport revived. Just another note on that is Fernando Tatis hits a fucking grand slam and the next hitter up is Manny Machado. May have heard of him pretty damn good in his own right. And the first pitch the pitcher throws – is a 95-mile-an-hour fastball right behind him. Dude was mm. such a puss with his accuracy, couldn't hit him. And it's just like you're throwing a 95-mile-an-hour projectile because a dude just fucking took your shit 400 feet the other way, bro. Because the Tatis Jr. guy just went, yeah, yeah, sisterhood of the traveling <laughs> pants on ya. <laughs> yeah, th- see, that's a – is that your hog and poodle back-to-back? It should be. No, but they are some poodle boat bitches. But I got another poodle. Okay. Do you want to go back? Yeah, go, give us. Let's go back Fuck to back. It, yeah. Get in the lead. Go. Give it a roll. Keep You're it on a heater. Going. I'm going with another baseball pitcher or baseball player, this time a pitcher. This guy's name is Trevor Gott. And he is, I guess, a closer. I don't fucking know. He's a scrub for the San Francisco Giants. And mm. Trevor Gott romped in his last three outings this past weekend. Friday night versus the Oakland Athletics. Dude blows a five-run lead. The A's score five runs in the ninth comeback. Next night, same story, except it's a three-run lead. And then last night against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, who also suck donkey dick, the dude gives up a two-run walk-off home run to lose. Literally, the Giants lost three out of four days. Well, they lost four days in a row, and this guy blew three of the games. Ooh, that's tough. The Giants are trash. From what I've read of the tabloids. <laughs> they suck. Super trash. Yeah, you can't be yeah, doing they... that as a professional. That'll get you cut and never playing in the league again, for sure. You'll be on that Cody Parkey life. Yeah. All right, damn, back-to-back, back. hog and poodle. I like it. We're flipping it up. Um, let's let's go. go snake draft. We're going to flip it up. So we're going to go poodle hog for me. I'll close it out with a hog if you're down with that. We'll go super like, – we're super innovative here in quarantine life with TB test. Okay. Poodle of the week for us here in the Valley. I'm a Valley resident, mostly California, at least Northern California. It's been hot, like you mentioned. We're talking about the weather again. We're, we're elders. And uh, people have been <laughs> using – People have been using their AC a lot, their air conditioning. Poodle of the week – Goes to Pacific Gas and Electric, PG&E. 
uh, threatening threatening to turn off power to all the residents in 110 plus heat because of overusage on the power grid. It's freaking 110 degrees. PG and E, <laughs> chill out. That's what you're there for, right? And out here committing fires and everything. Poodle of the week, PG and E being baby back bees because that's who they are. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. I know you're. Yeah, that's. You know PG and E. I mean, yeah, I mean they actually pay my grandpa's retirement. He worked there for like 50 years, but not 50, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, sorry, but, Papa Toe. Yeah, they. <laughs> they other side, but anyways, they definitely uh have been causing a lot of shit to california residents for a long time and that's absolutely nuts that they're going to be doing like shutoffs of people's power and 110 degree heat wave that is just yeah that's raucous bullshit they haven't done it yet they just threatened it and trying to get us to uh turn down the ac um i took the opposite approach you know you should say turn down for what (laughs) I I took the opposite approach and I was like, let's get it down to forty in here. So in case they do turn it off, I got some got some time. I bought some time for myself. But that's neither here nor I there. Like, like Poodle of the week, PG E, Hog of the week. You ready for this? Yeah. And I'm playing real biased here. I'm playing biased ball. Hog of the Hobby week. Hobby bias. <laughs> What's your bio? Um, Hog of the week. Foria Tof is another one of my favorite team players. The best, one of the best offensive players in the whole NFL, the National Football League. Okay. And the highest rated offensive player on FPP's rating scale last year, or whatever that's called, FFP, I don't even know. Okay. George. And Dan. Kittle. Baby. Woo! George Kittle, sign extension, five years, 75 mil, by far the highest tight end salary, which is very well deserved for how much of a study is. Way better than Kelsey, way better than Ertz, way better than Gronk, because now he's back. Dude and, just lays hat. He just knocks dudes on their ass, and then he fucking gets sick with it when he gets uh, the ball in his hands. Yeah, he's a big WWE guy, so you got those guys getting riled up. Uh, I can get behind that. Yeah, I know you can. He's a big yak guy. I think he he's like number three in yak yards, like between all all receivers over the last two years, Dude, the, two or three years. One like of the receivers of the and tight ends. That catch against New Orleans. Oh my god. Yeah, hog of the week. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there, and you could tell me to fuck right off, Tof. And this is my bi- we're going bias Tuesdays. Yeah, I'm down. Hog, Hog of Fame nomination, possibly? I'm down. I'm down. George Kittle. I've heard him in a lot of interviews. Let's man. go. Uh, again, my unbiasedness. Dude's fucking, he's a, he's a guy's guy. I mean, he went to fucking college in Iowa. The crazy thing is he wasn't, he wasn't that crazy of a prolific uh, pass catcher there. Actually, um, I think the best tight end to come out of Iowa as a pat- prolific pass catcher in the last few years was actually Noah Fant, the rookie last year with the Broncos, who I think will have a good career. But, yeah, George Kittle, I agree with you. Best tight end in football. He's the heart and soul of your team, and um, good for him. We always like guys getting paid here on the TB test. Yes, sir. Pay us that cash for the ads. We're going to drop an ad right here. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to buy a piece of a baseball team, George Kittle, like Patrick Mahomes did when he got paid, like we'll support him. Yeah. 
Patrick Mahomes got paid about like five and a half times more, but still, <laughs> Kittle's the man. Yeah. Hog of the week for sure. Kittle me timbers. <laughs> All oh. right, Bean. Before we sign right. off, I know this this was a good shit. I'm looking forward to uh, making our AFC picks next week on the pod, as well as yes, sir. give our official Super Bowl winners. Mm, all right. I don't know if mine will be Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> but. Yeah, I hope not. You got anything else for us tonight, Beamer? Uh, stay cool. Stay real cool, if you know what I'm saying. Cool and K E W L. <laughs> cool is in temp. And then, yeah, anyways, we're on that aim screen, aim hype. But that's all I got for you, Toph. Snatchbox uh, 20. Snatchbox 20, classic name. I'm glad we got back to back to the basics. We take it back, pay it back. Uh, that's all I got time. for you, man. 18 Demi on it. All right, well, until next week, I'm Toph. He's Beam. We out. Peace. Peace.